You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by my new book, Fuck Whales, Petty Essays from a Brilliant Mind. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, every debate in the universe, from MGTOW to saying ciao. With over 3 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me, as of today, is the monarch of moderation, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. And as always, the sultan of swag, Mikey Bolts. Thanks, Maddox. Welcome back to the show. Guys, exciting show, big show today. A sad farewell to Rucka Rucka Ali. A bittersweet one. It's been a long run. It's been a good run. Uh, the end of an era. But uh, this is it. This is the the final episode with Rucka. He's saying farewell. He's doing his own. He's he's going his own way. Rucka yeah. going his own way. Rig Tau. Rig Tau. Rig Tau. He's going to be in London for the next couple of weeks. Going to be in Switzerland. Going to mm-hmm. be in London. And I'm going to be going my own way. Yeah. <laughs> Rig Tau. That's right. Guys, with us today also... We have two very fantastic guests, fan favorites. We've got Dylan Avery. Dylan, welcome back to the show. Hey. And Mike D. Hello, hello. Guys, welcome back to the show. If you guys remember, Mike D was on episode number 34. That was our big punch in Nazi episode, which, I, again, fan favorite episode. I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. it, it that's one of the best episodes I think we've ever recorded. Damn right. Yeah. Now, and, and for the for those of you who don't know or don't remember, Dylan was also the uh, the first time you were on the show. You're the creator of Loose Change, yes, sir. the 9/11 documentary, and then also your your new one, the uh, Blue Black and Blue Black and Blue. That's right, one, yeah, yeah. And that went through the festival circuit, mm-hmm. is that right? Festival Best Documentary Catalina. So that should be coming out in the next couple months. That's pretty exciting. Awesome. Great, fantastic. Yeah. Well, today we've got a big debate. We're going to be debating whether or not the Illuminati exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I already feel like hitting triggered. Yeah. Well, we're going to debate that today. But before we do, I have to get a little bit of business out of the way. Rucka, you know, you are a moderate. You have been a moderator on the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, since you are leaving today, I I am going to have to uh, strip away your title. My new title? Yeah, your your new title. for Monarch you, of Monarch. Moderation? Monarch of Moderation. So I, I mean, it's rules are rule. I don't make yeah. the rules up. Nope. I have to take away your, 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 your stat, your rank. Damn. Yeah, that's right. And your medals. Give me your badge and your gun. Mm-hmm. Your medals. Yeah. So you're going from monarch of moderation to guest. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Welcome to the show, Rucka. Spe- special guest. So what do you do, Rucka? Oh. Um. <laughs> I, uh, How's things? Yeah, you know I'm uh, looking looking for work right now. If, if anyone uh, if anyone needs an extra pair of hands, like on their YouTube channel or whatever. Yeah. You oh, know? you're YouTube. You make YouTube videos? Yeah, you know I try. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. What kind of videos do you make? Um, I I would call them like mini documentaries with a beat. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. A so, lot of so it's a lot like... of uh, blatant, explicit uh, information. Really is what yeah, I'd call yeah. it. Yeah. Hard info. <laughs> okay. And where can people find you? On online, online, yeah, okay, yeah. great. Well, we'll link to it. We'll link to it at the end of the show. I, I'm going to ask you some more questions as yeah. we go on. You know, awesome. Yeah, it's interesting. We have a lot of three guests today. Three guests and, and the Sultan of Swag in the studio. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here. Well, guys, big, we big should... fan of the show, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. the best debate. How long have you been listening to it? Um, I've, I've been getting around to it. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thanks. Really appreciate it. I like fans of the show. Yeah. I dig that he's being demoted to guest, which yeah. makes us what. 
You guys are exactly. moderators in training because yes. this is oh okay. that's right, Mike. This is your third or fourth time on the oh, show. He's practically a veteran. Yeah. Yes. Well, we may have a promotion for you in the works, and Dylan, you're getting up there. Wow. You're a moderator this is, in training. This is number two now. That's right. Know. Getting up there. Yeah. So Rutgers our guest today. Yeah. But uh, we should get to the debate. The debate this week is: Does the Illuminati exist? Before we get to that, though, I want to hear everyone's buzzers. Rucka, as our guest this week, will you please let's hear your buzzer? How do you work this thing? Hold on. Yeah. Trigger. Is that it? There you go. Okay, yeah, that works. Jeez, Is right. that what you want that He's to be good. your buzzer? Yeah. Okay, that works. <laughs> great. Right. And then Dylan and Mike D. And here's mine. If you hear a buzzer from anyone during the debate, that means somebody is disagreeing with someone else. We're chiming in with an interjection, a factual correction, a fallacy we want to point out. But Rucka, as our guest this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. This give never you, gets old. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> I can give you first stab at the debate. Oh. Does, does the Illuminati exist? Yes Hell no? yeah. Oh, yeah, it does exist? Yeah. Okay, great, correct. And Dylan? Jeez, uh, it's complicated. Uh, it exists in some form. Dylan, I this think. isn't a Facebook status update. This oh, isn't shit, your relationship, yeah. man. Yeah, uh, well, can't, see, size. I can't just say yes because then it's, I don't know. Yes, you, you can. Just pick can a I? Size. You're, saying, yeah. you're saying yes in some ways. That's an okay yeah. Sure, yeah, okay. yes in some ways. Yes in some ways. Yes. Okay, and Mike D., Hell no, I'm going to take both of these guys down. Okay, great, there you go. And I will be arguing that it does exist. I'll take you down too. Okay, great. I want to hear this, Mike. So, Mike, as the opposition to this debate, why Mm. do you think it doesn't exist? Well, hold on a second. I don't think the uh, burden of proof is on me to, uh, to, to, to prove that something does not exist. I think the ball's in your court, so let's go. Damn, Mike D with the solid arguments Dropping right the out the absence of evidence. Are we done here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty right, much. Thank you. Well, before we get to whether or not the Illuminati exists or doesn't exist, let's define what the Illuminati is. Because a lot of people don't know. It's a meme on the internet now. You know, but there's a lot of uh, MLG videos that show MLG Major League Gaming where they show the little triangle and they say Illuminati confirmed uh, the existence. It's become a meme, right? Mm. Here's the origin of the Illuminati. It's a sect that was Bavarian in origin, and it's a secret society that operated only for a decade from 1776 to 1758. The organization was founded by a guy named Adam Weishaupt. I think that's how it's pronounced. Weishaupt. What? Only for 10 years from 1776 to when? 1776 to 1785. Oh, you said 58. And and you said for only only 10 years. About a decade, yeah. You said only 10 years. Well, that's and what this article said, said. Then you said to 58, and then you changed it to 85. I meant to say 85. Neither of which is 10 years. <laughs> I, you know what, Rucka? Uh, you know, the guest really has some attitude today. Yeah, yeah, a lot of attitude with this guest. Yeah. Just... Don't know if we'll have him back. Right. <laughs> All right, mo- carry on. Yeah. Where was this? Was this in Bavaria? It was... It's a Bavarian. Is that, what, yeah. what, what's Bavaria? Is that in South Af- America? No. It's... <laughs> what? Don't laugh at me. I'm not fucking educated oh, like right. you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. What, uh, yeah, we, we don't know. The listen. Educated like him. Yeah, this guy came very close to graduating. Yeah, very close. One test away. Uh Did you know that? One test away. I'm the I'm the foremost academic on the show. Did you know that, Rucka? I do now. Okay. (laughs) So it's a it's it's in the uh, uh, the German area. So the (laughs) okay, (laughs) some cream filled area. Yeah, it's a very cream filled area. Thank you, Mikey. (laughs) 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 Um, A German law professor. That's the guy. Okay, Adam Weishaupt. He's a German law professor who believes strongly in Enlightenment ideals and his Illuminati order, which sought to promote those ideals among elites. Weishaupt wanted to educate Illuminati members in reason, philanthropy, and other secular values so that they could influence political decisions when they came to power. 
That doesn't sound so bad, does it? No, not so far. Not so far. Mm. It's a little weird on the people in power part of that. Yeah, why is that? Why do you need people to sneak these reason into the government? Can't people just reason? Well, sneak is uh, sneak is has a negative connotation. All right. What That's was his plan again? To to influence people in power. Okay. All yeah. right. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, no, that, uh, so that's it. That's the, and it's a secret organization. That's it? We're yeah. We're debating an organization that existed for 10 years, 300 years ago? Well, allegedly existed. A lot of people still think it exists today. Well, I thought that's what we're talking about. Yeah, we are. are we, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Th- is that the end of the story? That's, well, that's the origin story of, of the uh, Illuminati. If you're looking for like a definition of Illuminati, here's where it started. Yeah, this oh. is where it started from. Mm-hmm. Now, just because, it, you know what else started in, around 1776? Some people would say America. <laughs> some people wow. yeah some people call them sheeple <laughs> okay just okay dylan let's hear this <laughs> oh no 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 you opened it <laughs> there's no 1776 conspiracy not okay. that i'm aware of anyway yeah so let's see the illuminati started in 1776 america mm, arguably started how around convenient mm-hmm. very convenient mm, i think wealth right. of nations was also published that year hmm. you might be right well, fun fact. Sure. thank you mm. thank you so mm. so the illuminati Long time old secret organization. Mm-hmm. People say, and there, there, there is some history. I think around the early 1800s, the Illuminati and the Freemasons were kind of, uh, there were two famous secret societies that were in, well, around the world and America specifically, the Freemasons, mostly in, in the world. And there was some talk for a little while of the Illuminati infiltrating the Freemasons because they wanted to influence people in the Freemasons and supposedly that that actually happened at some point. There was an actual, the Freemasons became a political party for a little while and there was an anti-Freemason political party that was running against them. And some people say that that was the Illuminati running Mm -hmm. against the Freemasons because they wanted control. Who's the Freemasons? The Freemasons is another secret society in America where it's it's kind of like, um, I don't know if it's secular or religious, because I, I think, think it's more secular. It's supposed to be secular, but they well, it encourage... was like pretty ritualistic, from what I recall, right? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know whether that where that falls on the spectrum. Didn't they like sort of circle jerk and stuff uh, with candles around them? And I mean, like ask him. Tell. He's yeah. the one that knows about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there were a lot of circle jerks. If there was, you know, occasionally, just I the say... occasional ceremonial circle jerk. That's it. Just like right. once a year, I think yeah. maybe. That I don't think that's the defining uh, act of the Freemasons. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just you, a supporting act. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, you know, not all circle jerkers are Freemasons, but all Freemasons are circle jerkers. Is right. that what we're go. getting at? That's it's like right. you kiss one guy, are you gay? No, you just kiss one dude, <laughs> right, just one time. That's right. Let's get, let's get yeah. on with it. Okay, so <laughs> the Illuminati was uh, allegedly infiltrated the Freemasons. Then the anti-Illuminati party fell apart, and then around the 1700s, late 1700s, there was a duke. I forget which country he was in. But he outlawed secret societies. So that's when, right around the time, what? Late, late 1700s? Late 1700s, there was yeah. already the It was already a late 1700s when the Illuminati was invented. Like around 1791. This was, was even 17, later. All right, yeah. even about later. Super about super later. Like last, later. 1700s. Okay, yeah. all right. The so, end of the 1700s. So he outlawed right. secret societies? Yes, he Which tried. would be hard because they're right. secret. Well, it's kind of, yeah. Well, he... <laughs> Kind of. you know, I don't you like know your attitude, him. Rucka. I'm asking. Oh, and who is this guy? The he was the Archduke a of something. Duke of something. Yes. Of like Germany or Bavaria? Yeah, something okay. like that. Uh-huh. And I think that happened around 1791. Oh. Okay. So look look at the timetable here, right? So the Illuminati created in 1776. We're tracking. 
ran, went to a 1785, mm. and then this this Archduke, you know, mm. and se- supposedly they disbanded in 1785. So mm. why in 1791 would this Archduke have to outlaw secret societies if they no longer exist? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Hey, how'd you get that sound effect? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it the same reason that this might be side note, but like why you'd beef up security after 9-11 kind of a thing? That's right, Mikey. You do. Wait a minute. At this pace, we've covered five years in the 1700s. When are we going to get to present day? Should I come back in a little while? (laughs) Okay. Okay. You know what? Sounds like I'm going to have to bring out the big guns right right away. Okay. All right. Here's the bulletproof argument. Mm -hmm. Definitive proof. Oh, man. That the Illuminati exists. Brace yourself. Okay. Yep. I am an Illuminati member. <laughs> there you go. Ah, shit. Yeah. Trigger. Yeah. Eat shit. I'm an Illuminati member. <laughs> That's right. How can you refute that? I there guess, you go, Mike I D. What can. do you got to say? I mean, I don't know that any society would let you in. <laughs> they don't so need I, to. What you just... What you, you just like anointed yourself a member without anybody accepting your application? They don't have to. The Illuminati <laughs> is a way of life, first of all. It's a philosophy. A, I see. Right? And I I'm see. promoting enlightenment ideals. My goal is to put people in power who will promote those ideals. Mm. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. separation of church and state. These are all enlightenment ideals, are they not? Tolerance, constitutional power, constitutional government. I'm a big proponent of the scientific method of science in general. True or false? If one Catholic exists... You can say that Catholicism still exists, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And if one Illuminati member exists, by extension, then the Illuminati exists. But then is is the power of your argument just stating it, therefore it's so? I, I do believe everything I've said. And l- <laughs> let me go further. Here's okay. a step further. The Illuminati adopted the owl as their symbol, right? Owl symbolism. And Rucka. Um, I hoot. I know you're. <laughs> I know you're just a guest on the show, but a couple episodes ago, we talked about the best pet to have, and I was a big proponent of birds. Well, guess what species an owl is? It's a bird. Oh my god! What, Rucka? I thought the Illuminati are like in control of things. Yeah. That's that's the point of them. No, no, no. The Illuminati don't control. They influence people in control. Okay, who are you, who are you influencing in control? It's a fucking secret society, Rock. I'm not going to tell you. I influence I am an wait, influential wait, person, on, am but, I not? But wait, is the outcome of your influence also a secret? Is your <laughs> in other words, is your work so weak that uh, the the impact of what you do is also impossible to notice? No, it's not impossible to notice. People notice it every day, Mike D. That's a good question though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will say this though. Okay. The Illuminati also famously adopted pseudonyms. I'm Maddox. Your host of the show. They had complicated hierarchies like novice, Minerval, and illuminated Minerval, and other ranks. I have moderators in training, deputy moderators, maharajas of moderation, and, and supervisors of cum dumpsters. Wrong. I have ranks? What? Superintendent. Oh, superintendents of See, cum dumpsters. you're not yeah. really Illuminati. Well, you're a big fan of the show. Yeah. Hey, Illuminati sometimes misspeak. Right. And uh, the Illuminati are anti-royal? I'm anti-royal. There you go. What do you so, mean? You wear that fucking crown and sit on the... <laughs> it's satire. He's doing it as satire. Yeah, that's right, Rucka. Interesting. You don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> nice try. Good argument. Thank you. Wow. So what do you got to say about that? I think if the argument is that I've just stepped into the sort of inner workings of the Illuminati right here in your studio, you win. You know, I don't know. I thought, the, I thought the conversation would be a little more intelligent. Well, maybe Dylan has right. more to add. Yeah, what do you got, Dylan? Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, I don't know. Uh... 
Because that's the thing. Power is addictive. And once you reach a certain level of power and you start meeting other people with power, I imagine you all start to collude and you start to talk and you try to figure out, well, you've got this power and you've got this power. What can we all do together? And I don't know. It's it's like secret societies obviously exist and there's obviously a historical precedent for them. We have proof. But the question is, like, how does something from 1776, A, does it actually still exist today? And B, in what form does it exist? Well, Hold on, hold on. A secret society isn't very secret if we know that it existed. Well, then so, there's that too. So, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Is the idea that the Illuminati are still sort of pulling the strings behind the scenes and actually making everything happen? Like, is that the core of what we're actually here to discuss? Well, look, yeah. that's, yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. So okay. It, the question is, is there a group of people that are controlling shit right yes. now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Dylan, thank you. See? There you go. But I mean, we, yeah. people need to be controlled to a certain degree. So, I mean, well, are we the, talking, the, these are those people. Are we talking about labels here? Because if you want to ascribe this label to anyone in power who is controlling us, then can you just say, oh, it's the Illuminati? We'll see. I mean, there what you proof, go. What pr it's just a label, is it not then? No, I mean, listen, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to help you out. Please. Okay, I feel like i got to step on your side of the argument just to give you a little yeah. a helping hand. Please do. It, the idea of the Illuminati, <laughs> I thought was that um, there are people who uh, sort of pull the strings of power in a non-obvious way. It's not those that you elect into government that are on a fucking ballot that you put a cross next to them that does not make them part of a secret society that makes them a name on a fucking ballot. And they go into office and they make uh, legislative decisions on a daily basis. That is not the Illuminati as I thought you were trying to argue the illuminati are folks that stand behind those people and make the real shit happen but, is that not what you're trying to say but mike just look at the history of our leaders we've got bush clinton bush obama trump okay maybe that wasn't the greatest yeah uh, should have gone well, the other direction yeah <laughs> by the way i think that's about the strongest argument for the illuminati so far yeah. well there is as that that as that was previously sure, yeah. and actually this would be interesting to know if this applies yeah. to trump too but i think prior to him every there was like some like sixth or seventh grader that did some study and she found that all the presidents were actually related i mean i, I guess we're all related if you go back far enough but she like traced to it Adam. back yeah to africa she traced it back to a specific descendant and was like all the presidents are descendants of this I don't know. I don't. My phone's down there, so I can well, look it up. But I mean, but that would be an interesting thing. Is like, is Trump an extension of that? Has he broken that trend? I don't know. Well, well. Yeah. So, what if all the presidents are blood related? Are they? Do they know that they're related? Is their blood communicating with their ancestors, and they're in on something? Because to me, like Trump was like, you know, Obama was kind of like an outsider. Well, Everyone yeah, was like, yeah, supposed yeah, to be an outsider. Yeah. Well, no, right. He, so he runs. Getting a little political here. Well, he's, no, the, get, he's yeah. the unlike he's the unlikely candidate, and then he wins, and it's like, right. oh shit, everything's you know the Illuminati was overturned, and then it's like, oh okay, they're back, they're back. Yeah. Then Trump is he's the double outside. He's supposed to be a man of the people, right? He runs. Everything's yeah. gonna be everything's gonna be different. He gets in. I don't I don't know how much is different. I mean, he's whatever. He's He's the president of the same country as the last few presidents. Wait, wait. Yeah. Have we gone into an era where we're saying our actual elected leaders are part of the Illuminati, or are we saying that there's an Illuminati? I think, I think, the, I think my point what is that when, when these outsiders run for president and people are going like, yeah, dream on, the, 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 the elections are fixed anyway, but then they win and people are like, yeah, we finally got one in. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's they're just going through the same motions as the other presidents. Right, it's like right. It's like 
if there is the Illuminati, the president is taking orders from them. Well, hold on. I, I got an argument here that I, I just noticed something about what Mike said. Okay, because Mike, I think I, I think I you deflated your own argument Ooh. because you said that the Illuminati, as a secret society, if they are in power, should be controlling that power in a non-obvious way, right? No, no, no. I was trying to help you out because you seem to be struggling. I'm trying I, to I'm understand str- what it is that you're saying. Please, Mike. I'm an Illuminati member. I'm not struggling yeah. at all. Okay. But <laughs> if anything, he wants you to think that he's struggling. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a standard Illuminati tactic. Yeah. Well, do you yeah. believe that, though? Do you believe that, that they have to exert their influence in a non-obvious Look, way? Let me be very clear. I don't believe that they exist. Okay. okay. I'm trying to but say, when are you going to take a stand? Are you actually saying that there are people behind the scenes that are controlling the corridors of power around the world and uh, and that is uh, that is a fact of uh, the last 250 years life or uh, or what exactly are you saying well let's just look at their mo they set out to influence people in power and those would be politicians and their ideals were enlightenment ideals life liberty pursuit of happiness where have we heard that before where have we heard separation of church and state oh hmm hmm the founding fathers Mm. So if you want to argue that the Illuminati, A, didn't exist or doesn't currently exist, and also it's a secret society, then isn't, and I know this is kind of a tenuous argument, but isn't the the lack of evidence of their existence evidence of their existence? Right. Wow. <laughs> Again, I think, it, I think it comes I, down to that line between control and influence. Like, you know, if, a, if an Illuminati member were to step into office, then they would be directly controlling things. Whereas if someone from the Illuminati was around someone in office, they are influencing things, which is what I imagine some people would argue happened to Trump, is that he was supposed to go in and be Mr. Outsider, but then he was influenced by the, you know, the the deep state and the power elite and the Illuminati and whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, again, it, it is, is Trump a member of the Illuminati or is he simply being controlled by members of the Illuminati and who are those members we probably don't know so or none of the above or none of the above right that's also let's keep that as a possibility it's always a possibility um, but again I, i'm just in the spirit of, of of helping you out um is is there an aspect if you're basically saying that the illuminati are that evident that they basically drew up our constitution and that they're sitting in in, in the oval office right now um i'm trying to understand whether there's a secret component to being an Illuminati or is everyone just Illuminati? What what makes the Illuminati the Illuminati? Are they doing something secretive or is it just all the obvious stuff that you're talking about which makes nothing about them secret? This what, is, what are you uh, actually these, getting these at? questions are something I think an, an Illuminati member would ask. Okay, <laughs> I see. Oh I see. no. Collusion. No, <laughs> no I, I mean it's I mean if it, your your point thus far is like look at the constitution look at certain things that we do yeah. look at uh, certain things that people say what you're pointing to are things that we can all observe right. so okay i get that but isn't the point of illuminati that they're doing secret shit in the background well it was or, 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 the, or the, the influences in the background and all we see is the effect of the influence yeah, it, it was at some point. Now, Mike, mm-hmm. as an intelligent person, you know that labels change over time. Mm-hmm. And the Illuminati started out as being a secret society. We can all agree on that because that's how they define themselves. They were a secret society. But over time, I mean, clearly everybody knows about it. It's a meme on the Internet. You can look up tons of books and, and Wikipedia articles and things have been written about it. It's okay that the secret society that once started out secret is no longer secret but still exerts some power over our government, over our way of life. And if you want to say, if you want to even point to our current 
you know, uh, contemporary politicians, George W. Bush and John Kerry, during the election that they ran against each other, were both members of a secret sect called the Cross and Bones. In, skull and Bones. Or Skull and Bones, that's right. Yeah. In, uh, was it Yale? Yale yeah, had and they a, openly joked about it. Right. <laughs> that they were part of this uh, this secret order, the, yep. the Skull and Bones. And? You know, just because some secret societies are no longer secret doesn't mean that they still don't exert uh, power. Maybe the Illuminati, that what we know of, what we know of the Republican and Democrat parties today mm. is what we would have called the Illuminati back in the 1770, mm. 1700s, right? Because these these ideals did become our government. So these people who were trying to influence our government, well, guess what? They did a pretty fucking good job, didn't they? I mean, isn't it evidence mm. that we we value so, the Constitution so and ideals? it's not that the Founding Fathers believed in these principles. It's that over in Bavaria, somebody s snuck these ideas into their government, and they ended up taking over North America. Well, they their goal was to influence society at large. Oh. Yeah. You were arguing that they do exist, Rucka. They do exist. Yeah. Well, this is all evidence piling up on it top is. of evidence. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, if, it, if you wanted to keep something a secret, wouldn't you make it a meme on the internet? Can you trace this meme back to where it started? Maybe they made it a meme so that no one would take it, the a allegation seriously and they can get away with it. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like inventing the phrase conspiracy theory in the wake of the JFK assassination. It's like you automatically have this phrase that you can use for anyone who dares to question really any aspect of it. So I, mean, I still don't know oh. who killed JFK or why, but what were you going to say, Mike? I was just going to say, I'm not sure that conspiracy theory is used to describe anyone who questions it. I think it's used to describe someone who comes up with answers without a, a, a basis in fact. If you, you can question it like, hey, how did he die? That doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. It's like, hey, I know how he died. An alien came and, right, and shot that, him in the head. That's where you get that's that the theory answer. part of it. Yeah, that's well, the dangerous part. But the, the, theory. Qu the questioning in and of itself doesn't label someone a conspiracy theorist. It's coming up with a cockamamie answers to the questions that does. Hmm. Do you feel like, Mike, that if somebody asks too many questions uh, at some point that they are tending towards lunacy? Like, let me give you an example. No. You don't think so? No. Well, let me give you an example. Uh, right after every mass shooting in this country, there seems to be a trend where people jump on board the crisis actor theory, that this was a false flag operation pushed by the far left, far left uh, elements in our society to mm. try to push uh, their gun control agenda. Right. And so they say that this didn't happen. These children didn't die. There's crisis actors. And they, it's a big conspiracy. And they're saying, well, look, I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just asking questions. Why don't we investigate it? Don't you think that then that tends towards lunacy when you when you start to question things that seem like uh, far reaches of the imagination like that? Yeah, I mean, it depends. If you, if you have a very loaded question that sort of implies an answer why you're asking it, yeah, sure, then, then it's not really an open-ended question. Like, hey, I wonder what happened, or could this have happened, or do you go on a 12-minute rant and put a question mark at the end of it and call that a question? Uh, that doesn't qualify as an open-ended question anymore. It's uh, you're you're veering into the uh, sphere of lunacy. Well, I would it's agree like with one, that. One, you're like searching for the answer, and the other, you already have the answer, and you're hoping that that's what people. Yeah, you come just back sort of with. raise the intonation of your voice at the end of the rant and turn it into a question. <laughs> yeah, no, then you're still a nutcase. Well, yeah. okay, so let's let's look at some recent examples. Okay. You got Pizzagate, the Pizzagate conspiracy. What do you know about that, Mike? I know it to be true. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I know that Hillary's the devil, and so it probably makes sense that she's running a pedophilia ring in a Come pizza on. parlor. I mean, it's all it's all bullshit. You get you get you get equivalent bullshit on both sides of the political spectrum, right? I mean. Well, and the, but then it veered into dangerous territory where someone actually showed up with a gun and shot the place up. So that's when 
you know, right. People are no longer just asking questions. Well, so. I mean, but but do you think it's it's a mark of intelligence for somebody when you're pitched an idea like Pizzagate? Mike, you're giving me a confused look. I, I want like to I know I know what you confused. think. Okay, you're not confused about. <laughs> he's yeah. got it. Pizza okay. He's handling it. Okay. Yeah, he's pizza. Got, he's yeah. just, he's taking it I all love in. pizza, Maddox. <laughs> oh, Donald! I forgot to introduce Donald Trump. He's always sitting in the corner on his stool eating skittles. Thanks, fucker. <laughs> Whoa, Mr. President. Whoa. <laughs> that's that's we the most need more po- Skittles, Maddox. Yeah, okay. We'll have some hummus instead. We don't have Skittles today. We just have hummus. So so back to the question though. Do you think that it that an it's a mark of intelligence to to entertain every theory or every idea? No. Okay. What then do you use? What metrics, what what guide, I guess, what what do you how do you qualify whether an idea should be entertained or not? Like, I just pitched to you Pizzagate. What do you know about Pizzagate? Do you think, I mean, clearly you don't believe in it. I mean, I, I think that, you know, uh, people with, a, with a, a vague sense of intelligence would try to connect the dots, you know, recognize patterns from the past, think about the possibilities of things happening. And, you know, there's a normal curve to, to all events in life, right? If something is sitting out and sort of three standard deviations on either side of, of, of the mean, it is less and less likely to happen. So sure, the, the probability exists, but if you did, uh, you know, sort of stats 101 in college, which you never went to. I went to college, um, Mike D. You went, okay. you never graduated. Uh, oh, I never okay. graduated, didn't okay. need to. All right. Uh, if you got you everything did, you need. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I suppose in theory, anything is possible. Anything is possible, but if we entertain all possibilities every single time, that's not a mark of intelligence. That that's a mark of somebody that is uh, not willing to uh, sort of uh, go with uh, the likely outcome first, and then start reaching into the into the darker corners and say, "All right, well, l- let's eliminate the obvious first. Let's not start with the crazy first. Well, it's interesting you say that, Mike, because that what you just described is heuristic thinking. Right. Heuristics for people who don't know, if you haven't heard this phrase before, it's how we as humans make decisions. We don't have time or capacity to evaluate every possible outcome of everything. Like, for example, should you walk down a dark alley? There's no rational reason that you can say no other than a quick heuristic judgment that you made about what you know about dark alleys in the past. You can't predict the future. You can't predict if you walk down that dark alley, you're going to get stabbed or jumped. But you know in the past that other people have, and there is a risk of it. So you just quickly make a, a heuristic evaluation, a heuristic judgment, and that's how we come to decisions. So you look at uh, something like Pizzagate, and you make a heuristic value and, and say, okay, it doesn't exist. It's not a thing. But where this conspiracy theory comes from of crisis actors and false flags is reality. Because in uh, around the Vietnam era, our government, there were, there were people in our military who proposed a false flag operation. It's called the Bay of Pigs. Right? Is that what it's called, Dylan? The Northwoods. Ba- Northwoods. Northwoods. Okay. Now, can you explain that? Close. Northwoods was basically a plan to provide pretext for a military intervention in Cuba. So. Right. Yes, essentially mock funerals for victims and, you know, setting off explosives outside the base and sending radio transmissions and having the media help out a little bit with selling the story. Uh, so, yeah, it was they put it on paper. It got as high up as Kennedy and Kennedy said no. Basically. Okay. Right. So the argument is if someone's lied before, it's possible that someone will lie again in the future. Yes. Sure, you win that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. But again, it's like regular people conspire to do shit all the time. And they're regular people that don't have the ability to know that they can get away with things. So what is to argue that 
people with the ability to get away with things would not conspire to do greater acts of evil, which is not automatically, it's not a blank check for everything to automatically be a conspiracy, but it's just to try, I guess, a thought experiment to try and put yourself in the position of someone who would be considered a part of the Illuminati, whether or not they would even call themselves the Illuminati. And that's where it kind of comes down to, too, is like, is the Illuminati now just kind of an idea? Is it something that someone considers himself a part of? Uh, or is it now, in fact, just a fucking meme now on the Internet and the Illuminati has evolved into something that isn't even called the Illuminati anymore? It's just people with power. I mean, I it's, it's, it's labels. That's the problem. I think it's just people with too much time on their hands, honestly. Hmm. It's people that are bored people that uh, look at things and, you know, try to imagine things that aren't there because, you know what, it can't just be, all be face value because that wouldn't be interesting enough. I got, uh, yeah, I got too little going on in my life. I've got uh, time to kill. So why don't I invent some uh, lunatic uh, chain of events to, to that could potentially just maybe, if I had a touch of this and a spice of that, sound plausible. Okay, if that's how you like to entertain yourself, I'm going to go out and have a drink with my friends you can make up a, a whole sequence of events that makes no fucking sense. And you could start there, whereas I'll start with the rational. And I'll start to eliminate the more rational, and eventually I may get to where you are, but I'm sure not going to start there. I'm going to start with what seems more plausible. I'm going to adopt an 80-20 approach. I'm going to try and use my noggin, and then I'm going to start to eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. And then I start to go to the crazy. Some people like to start at the crazy. More power to them. So that's an argument for Occam's razor, right? So Occam's razor is the simplest explanation. explanation with, yeah, yeah, the simplest explanation is usually true. The one with the least amount of assumptions you have to make, right? Do you agree with that, Rucka? I, depends on the context. You, you, you. What, what can you think of a context in which Occam's razor doesn't apply? I mean, explaining why the sun rises and sets. The simple explanation is that some some god is pushing it across the sky. The more complicated answer is the truth. Um, I, I would disagree because in order yeah. to yeah, in really? order to explain in order to explain the God, you would have to explain his existence and his mechanics and his his physics and his power and and and, and create an entire physical system to explain how that God is pushing a sun and why. Well, just deciding that he's there pushing it is simpler than actually discovering gravity and gravitational pull um, and all that shit you, you could take your example and put a little twist on it it's you know it's the example that the sun um rotates around us mm. right uh, okay there and, you and go. maybe maybe that's a more nuanced view which i think your point stands which mm -hmm. is that's the easier example look at this ball of fire moving around in the sky yeah. gee little did we know it's it's the also, other way it around. would also be simpler to say the earth is flat i mean just look at the floor it's flat Okay, that's that's an argument. Then I guess you could buy. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, good point. a simple argument. Yeah. But then uh, saying that it's round, then we need to have the whole conversation. Yeah, about, yeah, what yeah. do you mean it's round? If okay. I keep going straight, I'll end up back here. That's stupid. You made a you made a point actually, Ruck. I was ready to shit all over you. By you the made, way, you, yeah. What? What happens if I dig and I just keep digging and digging and digging and digging oh, and digging oh, and digging oh, and digging no. and digging? Oh, no. And I but I and I'm wearing a uh, fire <laughs> oh, suit. Okay. Oh, and I dig past. Proof yeah. suit. I dig through the core and keep digging and digging. Well, let's hear this. But I'm still, keep keep I'm, digging, Ruck. I'm still facing down. I'm still facing down. And I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. And then I get to the other end of the earth. You'll drown. Well, let's see. Let's see where he's going. Well, let's say there's land on the other side. Let's see where he's going. So you got through the earth, and then I get to the bottom, and I'm still facing down, digging down. Then actually, now you're facing up. Right. At what point do I start facing up? Once you're past. Is this a real question? 
Who how knows? does when at what point are you suddenly t- facing upward? Okay, so so Rucka Science Corner. Yeah, uh, this <laughs> is a question. <laughs> oh yeah, just going out with a bang. Make folks. fun of the guy asking the questions. Yeah, just, just, just asking like, questions, just like everybody. <laughs> Wow. Science is gay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, Rucka yeah. Science Quarter. Um, anyway, Rucka, good question. If anyone <laughs> if anyone wants to call in next, you can explain why. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> anyway, uh, in an argument, in an episode where we're arguing whether or not the Illuminati exists, you've managed to say the most ridiculous. <laughs> what did I say? I asked a question. Yeah, I don't know why you did. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, so anyway, back to the Illuminati. Back to something less ridiculous. <laughs> let's, let's, let's dial it back a little bit. Yeah, come on, guys. Illuminati, come on. Let's stay focused. Oh. Okay, I, Mike, I, I'm gonna. We can we can wrap this up pretty pretty quick because we got a ton of voicemail, great news stories to cover this week. But uh, I just want to say this: whether or not you believe the existence of the Illuminati, we can all agree that the Illuminati's goals and their philosophies are exactly what we have today, more or less, in, in our government. No, that's such a bunch of bullshit. Wait, well, how's it bullshit? Wait, firstly, we can debate whether they exist, but we can all agree that this is their goal? They, wait, wait a minute. Sta- like, their so what about goal? those of us that haven't concluded that they exist? That doesn't matter. I'm can saying we still re- agree on the goal? I'm, I'm uh, saying regardless of... regardless, no, no. But they did exist in 1776. So is right. that what you're talking about? Their yeah. original ideals in 1776? In the 1700s? Okay, look, there's no evidence of the secret society... Yet you can't say that uh, they're no longer secret. No, no, no. What I'm saying is there's no aspect of anything that you said that points to any secrecy whatsoever. You've, you've literally said that the formerly secret Illuminati are now our world. Mm. Okay. Is that your point? So Donald Trump or our, our, our politicians or Jay-Z or Queen Elizabeth, whoever the fuck else is being called as being part of the Illuminati. All right, they exist. What are they doing that's non-obvious? I'm asking for the third time. What is secret? What is beyond our comprehension? What's behind the scenes? Nobody's saying they're still secret, Mike. So they're out what the are they? They're what, just what an organization. Are, but what do they do? What? But what do they do? What, what does do the Illuminati do? do? They rule they rule us. They are our government. Okay, so can we just so then we can absolutely drop that word Illuminati and replace them with politicians? Yes. Okay. So US US politicians. They're not they're not totalitarians. They're not authoritarians. They are not royalty. They're opposed to royalty and authoritarianism. They but they are our US government. Today, what we have is exactly in line with the, with Illuminati ideals, which is life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, separation of church and state, a constitutional government. These and, are all principles this country has abandoned. Why would the I never realized the Illuminati are actually the ones preserving personal liberty and that the rest of the country is opposed to it i'm saying that the illuminati's goal stated goals were these values why would you have to slip that and sneak that into the influencer realm why wouldn't you just uh, uh, distribute common sense to the people in the street and try to convince them which is exactly what happened right right i mean it, it almost seems like this is such higher order thinking that only one secretive group could come out with the idea of like you know personal rights and personal property and life and the pursuit of happiness uh like that is something that is so obscure and so uh, cerebral that it needs to be sort of snuck in the back door. It can't just be agreed to by the <laughs> average. And in guy order on the for it to take hold, the yeah. average person, the masses, need to know about it and agree with it. Well, right. so so they mm. it started out as a secret organization. They pitched these ideas, and maybe it caught on. But they were mm. so revolutionary. Like, hey, let me give you a freedom. Holy crap! Nothing I ever thought about as a peasant. Mm. I love to be enslaved. 
that's an amazing and radical idea. Yeah. I hope you stay behind the scenes and 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 sort of, you know, uh, mm. propagate this idea more widely. Yeah. Well, be, whether- care, be careful if you say it too, you know, too openly because people might like kill you for saying that they they should be free. So, well, well, it was a very b- a serious mm. problem in the 1700s that Archduke ba- outlawed the Illuminati because society. because these values stood in opposition of royalty. Mm. Of monarchy. Yeah. Monarchy doesn't want people to think for themselves. They don't want people to have independence. They don't want people to pursue their own life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness comes from them, comes from on high. That's what monarchies want to do. They want to say, you want happiness, we'll give it to you. But it comes through us. So, Dylan, the the people in power, the people behind the scenes, is is this what they're is this what they're working towards? Personal freedom for everyone? Uh maybe personal freedom for them and i guess oh. that's where it comes down to is what are the illuminati fighting for and what who do those principles apply to do they apply to just them do they apply to everyone does it apply to them and people they know so they, they it applies to society at large and people kind of presume that because it's a secret society that there's something nefarious about secrecy there isn't always sometimes secrecy is a good thing and i and here's here's an argument for government uh, a lot of people i've i've talked to we had michael malice on the show he's an anarchist he believes in no government. He wants there to be no government. But here's an argument for government. There are national security concerns and risks and and uh, things that we do behind the scenes that if we talked about in open would deflate our operations publicly. Quick question. Yeah. Quick, quick question. If there's no government, who who would um who would guard the coasts? Ah oh, shit. Yeah, good good question. Checkmate. Good question, Mike. Could anyone just come in and sail in or just swim in? Or just bring anything in. Really. Yes, unless it was guarded by private militias or private, uh, you know, people. All the way around the nation. All does the way Michael, around the nation, yeah. Does Michael Malice believe that that's okay? Like, um, he, wants, he wants police and military. I don't know about military. I haven't heard oh, him okay. say But he, he wants police to be private. I, I would like to have Michael Malice on to actually have this dis- discussion and debate. But I do want to make the case for for government. So if you have a national... So publicly, we have stated after 9-11, we say, okay, any country... Not only uh, in support of Osama bin Laden, but simply harboring him is our enemy. And so we've made that very public statement. Wait. Bush. Wait. George W. Bush. Any country that's not only in support of him, but harboring him as well. Or not actively helping us try to get him as a But harboring him as well. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, So we're starting with, you know, generally people that support him. Not only them, but the people that actually have them in their country. Right. Okay. Right. It so seems it, like like a, like a bit of an inverted hierarchy of priority there, but go ahead. Okay. It's like saying we are not only going after countries that are fans of Hitler, but we're also going to go over the country where Hitler is currently marching. Yeah, it, you know, they could so they can't hide yeah. behind the argument that say, mm-hmm. okay, well, Hitler's in our country, but uh, you know, we're not doing anything to stop him. We're like, well, you're part of the problem. Interesting. We're going to take you out too, motherfucker. Yeah. But where are you going with this? So uh, here's where I go to this. So I, I see what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. I was just it was just semantics. That's yeah, all yeah. I was doing. I, yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just it, fucking with you because yeah. of, because of you. I know. <laughs> I I just know this from oh, from dude. Rucka being a guest on today. Mm-hmm. But uh, geopolitics become complicated sometimes. We don't want. To, we have allies in India. We have allies in Pakistan. But we don't want to piss off either one because they are kind. Of, they have some tension between them. Publicly, Pakistan has has had some a lot of problems with terrorism. But privately. We may, behind the scenes, have backdoor deals with their government that says, look, 
we're going to come in. We're going to take out Osama bin Laden. We know he's in this location. Right, and right, he allows right. us, uh, you know, he grants us passage on airspace. Publicly, if the president of Pakistan says, hey, we're letting this foreign country come in and uh, do an invasion, mm-hmm. that would be political suicide for him. But of behind course. closed doors, that's why it's necessary to have government, especially a secret government. So secrecy sometimes is is good. Sometimes it's, it's necessary. Yeah, uh, Okay. It's completely tangential to what we're talking about, but that's fine. I think what we're dancing around here is the common conception of the Illuminati is is, is a lot of sort of pretty out there conspiratorial kinds of ideas. The fact that there are, you know, celebrities that are part of this cult. The fact that you know, I think Denver Airport is like one of the uh, yeah. headquarters, right? That they're sitting on top of some cockamamie bullshit underneath uh, underground. That's yeah, I don't know, some cavern full of the murals are pretty water. fucking creepy. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's creepy, and I'm not there's it's not creepy, but 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 I think what we're what we're not acknowledging is the fact that there are a lot of crazies out there with a lot of time on their hands, making up also fantastical stories, um, and this is just how they fill their time you know they live in their parents basements and uh they sort of go check check that out that's weird must be part of the illuminati uh check at the dollar bill that must be part of the illuminati why are we not acknowledging the complete lunacy of most people that support the idea of the illuminati why are we adding sort of this layer of sophistication and 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 factual basis to these guys that were in the late 1700s and that somehow uh, let's all the, the the lunatics that live today off the hook. There's a bunch of fucking crazies out there, and if they believe in the Illuminati, they are they are fucked up. They should seek medical help immediately. Mm. Why doesn't Mike want us to believe in the Illuminati? Yeah, very interesting. Mm. I don't want. I don't mm. care if you do, but I do yeah, think that you need professional help. A little reverse psychology. There. Yeah. Oh, professional help. Yeah. Yes. Pharma. Phar- big pharma. <laughs> big big yeah. psych. Yeah. Big uh, big psych I, ward. I think you might benefit. Yeah. Should I go yeah. tell them I'm afraid of the Illuminati? See you if have- I end up in a padded room 100%. interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. so far in this in this episode we've we have outed two people in this room mm-hmm. me and mike d as illuminati members confirmed, <laughs> yeah. confirmed. God so damn it so but i i think yeah. i think what it comes down to is like you said governments require secrecy and the concept i guess the rational concept of the illuminati is the people who are in larger control of that secrecy so not necessarily a group of people planning school shootings and, you know, faking landing on the moon, but just an extension of the group of people that are controlling the secrecy that keeps things running, essentially. That well, keeps... I mean, it, it, one, of the, one of the challenges that I've had with, and I don't know if we can equate c- conspiracy theories with what we're talking about now, is the... And, and, you know, we don't have to go there, but sort of the 9-11 conspiracy as well as others, uh, similar ilk, is that the level of competence of those who pull those things off is so superior to anything that we're actually ever managed to pull off that, you know, uh, if you take 9-11 and all the theories around that, you know, the conspiracy theories around that, is that that was such a military precision event that was coordinated to to a level of specificity which exceeds anything that the government or any other human being has ever been able to pull off including landing a man on the moon and that so so for these things to be true you're ascribing qualities and and levels of ability to people that aren't able to pull anything else off 
to nearly the same level of effectiveness. But when it comes down to these things, oh my God, the pieces just stack up and everything is just sort of picture perfect. And that's how it happens. But it you, just makes no sense. But you are also referring to people that are in the public who you actually see. Right. As opposed to people who don't exist. Or people that you don't know exist. Right. So you're correct in that I'm not giving the benefit of the doubt to people that I don't know that exists. I'm just saying, coming back to the concept of the Illuminati, that's who these people are. It's the people that you don't see that well, are outside of this realm of normal decision-making that you refer to. Let, let me just take out, take away some of the mysticism of the Illuminati, okay? So back when this country was still young, we had the Whigs and the Federalist Party, right? And these people, that you know, these parties are no longer around by name, but they're the same people. They became Republicans and Democrats. And over time, mm -hmm. these parties morphed and changed their ideals and values, et cetera, et cetera. And the labels kind of right. shifted. You got the Tea Party offshoot. And then you've got, uh, you know, the, the uh, you know, even the Socialist Party in the United States, which is not, you know, an American thing. But anyway, the, these, these ideas, these parties kind of, it's the same people that pass on generation to generation. I'm just saying, entertain the thought that the Illuminati exists today, and we call them Republicans, and we call them Democrats. That's all it is. It's the people in power, and whether or not we adhere to these ideals as closely as we should, these these Enlightenment ideals, the fact of the matter is, the Illuminati's outset goals were to push these ideas in politics and be influential. And the truth of the matter is, we do have these values that we supposedly are supposed to adhere to in society, and you can either argue that it is the Illuminati and they succeeded their goals, or it's not. That's that's what it comes but, down to. But but if for your point to be true, it means that anybody that runs for office either was not an Illuminati the day before they decide to run and they become an Illuminati, or that this is an entirely preordained thing. That in fact, you know, uh, unborn generations of future politicians are already preordained to be part of the Illuminati. Are we saying either that that is the case, or that the Illuminati have become everybody and therefore it's just a uh, a synonym for human? What what are we saying? Is that someone gets elevated to the Illuminati when they run for office? No, I, that's a good question, Mike. If you are part of the Illuminati influence, right? Again, going back to these ideals, their their beliefs, you're part of their influence. If you've been taught by them, if you've been taught these values, then they were mm. taught to you by people who are descendants of the Illuminati. So anyone who took a civics class and learned about or has life, a pulse. liberty, and, Co and pursuit of happiness. Right. Yeah. Well, but that's yeah. not that's not always the case. There are people who run for office that do not hold these values, and they are not Illuminati. Yeah, that's ninety nine percent of them. That's not ninety nine. Wait, most wait. politicians today have completely turned their back wait, on America. Well, and what's I, the cutoff? I mean, are mayors part of the Illuminati, or is well, it just governors up for example? Any, anybody, yeah. anybody who is running for office, you don't even have to consciously be, be aware of it. Their influence is there. They they set out with these ideals, these goals. You could make the argument that they have succeeded in influencing society. No, but but I, let's say for a moment that you're correct. Has the meaning become so diluted that there is no Illuminati anymore, that their impact has been, according to you, so overwhelming and so complete that, in fact, everybody is an Illuminati? And so what, what the... So yeah. There is an Illuminati because everyone and everything is Illuminati. Is that your point? For the most part, yeah. We are an Illuminati government. Wow. All right. Well, Guys, vote well. on madcastmedia.com. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this. I'll, I'll just leave it on, on this, uh, this note. Uh, the, if you, this is the first time you're listening to the show, we do try to argue both sides of the debate, both sides of the issue as persuasively as we can. I think I did uh, the best as I can trying to defend the existence of the Illuminati, mm. or at least at the very at the very least, you can admit that their Illuminati ideals still exist today. 
And whether or not you want to ascribe those to the Illuminati or not, that's up to you. But that's how that's how the vote's going to come down. Yes or no, does the, the Illuminati exist? And don't get us started on lizard people. Oh, man. Next, <laughs> tune in next week. I, I, I'm not going to be horseshoeing into that bullshit debate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rucka won't be here to do it, so yay. Yeah. <laughs> Rucka, do you have a wrap-up for us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, we we have the government that we want. We get we get what we ask for. The, we want a lobby system. We get a lobby system. We want regulation we get a government that regulates us we want welfare we get welfare the the politicians are put in a position where they need to pick favorites where they need to pick which lobby yeah they they go with the lobby that's donating money to them but those lobbyists only have they're they're also put in a position where they need to lobby or, where, where the government has become dog eat dog because that's the system that we want we want a bunch of crabs climbing on top of each other. We don't want individual freedom because we've turned our back on the Illuminati. We've turned our back on individual freedom. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> I can hear you laughing, Mike. No, because I You're agree. not supposed to talk. <laughs> yeah, you're talking. This is not acceptable. This is not how it works. Uh, one more thing. I've got we've gotten a lot of comments about my hair. People have have made fun. They poked fun. Just so you're aware, people watching on YouTube, there's a big-ass light right behind me shining on the back of my head. That is not a way to make anyone's hair look good. It's not a way to make anyone look flattering. The other light in the room is way up on the fucking corner of the ceiling, pointing down on people, making the hair of the people on that side of the room, Maddox, look spiffy and terrific. This is so hey, what's your hair? Shut the fuck up. Desperate. No, wait, I'm not going to ever say so shit. All right, sad. it's a rucka rapper. Oh, my God. It's a rucka rapper. What the <laughs> hell was that? What the, the hell was what? Up, like, man. this is... Uh, I had some hair, parting words for the hair people. Hair and lighting and the back of my head <laughs> yes, and what? Oh, my God. Hey, you we don't know so what it's like to be disrespected every day of your life. You're oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. yeah. I, do, I don't. What's that like? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, thank you, Rucka. Really, really poignant final wrap-up for... Mm-hmm. The, the final, or, final wrap. The up. final rucka wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Wait, boy. Wait, maybe you should give him another shot. Do you? Do you have any wiser words to end with? It, wow. If it comes to you, we'll give mm. you another wrap up before the episode ends. But okay. we got to wrap up last week's debate. I have well, last week, Mike D and Dylan. We debated whether or not men should go their own way. And that's right, Mikey. You weren't. Uh, you weren't here last week. Men, should men go their own way? It's MGTOW. Yeah. It's a philosophy that's encapsulated in one word, which is no. It's men saying no to a lot of things, especially marriage and family and, uh, for a large part, relationships. What do you guys think? Uh, Mike, should men go their own way? It depends uh, which way. Uh, <laughs> their own. So, uh, listen, I think I, I, I don't know the, the sort of the meat behind the debate last week, but I would say that this world has gone absolutely insane, uh, that... Uh, being a male in today's culture has become uh, probably the last uh, the last symbol of evil and power grabbing and uh, uh, I think sort of selfishness towards others and I think that uh, I am sick to fucking death of it I'm sick of defending my gender I'm sick of defending my race I'm sick of defending my culture and fuck all those who have to constantly applaud everybody that doesn't look like me or sound like me and fuck all those that stood on the Oscar stage and were like yay me because of my DNA it's like 
Motherfucker, talk about your movie. Someone doesn't like the fact that the patriarchy is ending. Yeah, sound time's like, up. Sounded, Hashtag. sounded a lot like <laughs> sounded a lot a lot like a lot of protest from someone who's straight white male. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, there you hey, go. Is hey, the world holding you down. How do you know any of those three things? Mm, that's right. Uh, we don't how know that do you know? We don't know that he's straight, white, or male. That's Thank you very we much. We made three assumptions. I'm sorry. You know, exactly. Mikey, let me apologize to you. Talking about judging a book by this cover. Thank I mean, you. I, no, Mike, Thank you. Actually, I agree with a lot of what you said. This mm. is the society has gotten so out of control. Our culture, especially with just demonizing a white people, b men, and and c uh, straight people. So if you are any those three things, holy shit, watch your ass. What about cis people? That's that's uh well okay yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's cis, cisgendered straight white male mm-hmm. that's right what about able that's getting there we're getting there what we're getting there to uh, demonizing able people oh, are we you do. An, are you an ableist are you an Maddox? ableist how about young people are you an ageist I'm an ageist absolutely wait wait was this <laughs> was this the not to get into the debate of last week but was this the core of the debate was it had it nothing no it had nothing to do with this well what, what no but was was the men was the men going their own way being sort of triggered or started because of the shift against them in today's culture? Was that the idea? Um, I think a little bit that has something to do with it, but it's also, um, I think, guys who are frustrated that they can't get laid. That's that's, that's my... Hey, you know what? What's interesting is the guy who runs uh, the MGTOW, official MGTOW YouTube channel commented on last week's video. Oh. So hello to him. Uh, I'm curious to see, hear, hear yeah. what he thought about the, the debate. And I think that we tried to do... Especially, thank you, Rucka, for keeping it on track. But we tried to uh, have a, a serious talk about MGTOW because it's easy to to poke fun and make jokes and things like that. Uh, but I want to see what you guys think. What about uh, Dylan's? Oh yeah, Dylan. MGTOW. What do you think, MGTOW? Uh, uh, you know, my dad went his own way, and I'm still kind of bummed about that. So I mean, but he didn't because he had what do you, you. Hold on, you mean he like went to the store no, to I get mean, cigarettes he, and he, never he, came back? Basically, yeah. It's right. basically a I sperm think, donor. So, so I, don't, I, mean, I don't think MGTOW is saying abandon your kids. They're saying don't have them don't and have don't them. don't let some girl hook you in. Right. Right. And that's well, fine. that sounds like that's what he did. Well, I mean, that's why I, it's kind of hard for me to answer that. But what do you um. Do? Do, do I think like men should like abandon all responsibilities and like should just say fuck marriage and, and, and or family avo- and all avoid that? those responsibilities? I mean, don't don't jump into them just because you feel like you should, but don't abandon them if you have them. If right. that makes any okay, sense. Okay, that, that make that does make right. sense. And uh, Mikey bolts should men go their own way? Should MGTOW? Should men go their own ways? Yeah. Should they should they abandon the the. Uh, the pressure on of society to have a family and get into relationships. Did that have anything to do with Rucka going his own way? Was yeah. It, was it kind of like, because mm-hmm. you just see... See, I can't see through Rucka's eyes, though. Mm. I can't see through anyone's eyes. Right. I'd like to think that no matter what, if I'm going my own way, that's the way that I should be going. I think a lot of times we fabricate what we think is the light at the end of the tunnel for us, and then we start walking, and then we're undecided, and then we go on those side roads, but... I believe that Ruck is doing it for the right reasons, and I think that he has to be passionate about something, or true. he's not going to give his best, and when he doesn't give his best, it slowly deteriorates him. That's true. And I think that everyone at this table feels the same way about whatever they're passionate about in this industry. If you're not in it 100%, then that will be the result. And I respect it, and I think you're a hell of a guy. Thanks, bro. And if this is the only thing I say in the episode, I'm really proud of it. Well, thank yeah. you, Mike. And that's I love very, you. That's very nice. That's, nice. that's very nice. Okay. Well, that's a that's a very good. Th- those are very good thoughts. Thank you guys for sharing. Well, we have the audience's results with fifty four percent of the vote. Yes. Holy shit! Our audience, our audience right. is a bunch of uh, MGTOWs. Interesting. Fifty four percent. And then I asked the following question. 
because this isn't really a thing that I know of, but should women go their own way? Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. should they eschew values of, like family and relationships and uh, pursue their own careers and go their own way with 51% of the vote? Yes. Mm. Holy shit. We got so, a bunch of fucking virgins. So everyone audience. should just go their own way yeah. and just jack off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just jack off into extinction. That's Fuck right. It. Yeah, it's the jack off part. And that's how humans ended. Seems to be where we're heading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bunch of jerk offs listen to the show. Well, guys, it's also that point, uh, that point in the uh, show that we should talk about promotions. Okay, because we had a big demotion today. Ruckus, just Oof. a guest now. Yep. But, Mike D., this is your four, fourth time on the show now, right? I think it's my third. Third. Okay, third time on the show? Mm-hmm. Well, that qualifies you for a promotion. Ooh. So, I am very pleased to say, Mike D., you are going from moderator in training to moderator. Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> Mike D. I wish I knew before, I, like, before this debate took place. What am I moderating now? You can moderate the debate. That's I can. I can moderate. You can participate. What, what, you can okay. participate. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's Doesn't cool. I'm very, very flat. Does it come with a pay bump? No, you uh, get a buzzer. You do get a, you get a new buzzer. buzzer. <laughs> do I get a corner <laughs> yeah. office? Do I get an assistant? Company yeah. car? Yeah, you get an assistant. Hell yeah. All right, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I dig yeah. it. All right, Company I accept. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty solid uh, wrap up before that he did with the Oscars speech. Was, that yeah. was some. That was some rocketeer mm-hmm. ranting right there. Oh, I'm I'm showing potential. Yes, I dig it. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> well, day. let's day. speaking of potential, let's talk, let's listen to some voicemail. Yeah, that has that has none. Here's a here's a call about MGTOW from uh, last week's debate. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. So you know who says bros before hoes? Losers that don't get laid. <laughs> Fuck going your own way. I'm going to go get some pussy. Yeah. it's <laughs> a solid point. Hell yeah, it's yeah. a solid right. point. That's right. right. He knows what's up. Yeah, that guy does know what's up. Here's, a, uh, here's another. This is a surprising MGTOW from history. Got a celebrity calling in. See if you guys recognize him. Hello, Mad Dogs. It is me, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> and I am the first MGTOW. No, mind going thine own way. No longer shall we follow the Jews. <laughs> I followed my career and it was successful. Also, don't punch me. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know All if it right. was that successful when it ended in a suicide bunker, a bunker suicide rather. That sounded more like a, like a woman. I don't know if that was Hitler. Hitler like castrated or something. What was that? What was I that? Don't know. He said he's Ava Hitler. Braun calling in for Hitler. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, here's a here's another call. This is actually pretty interesting. It's about the MGTOW movement, the men going their own way movement, but from Japan. And I didn't know this was a thing that outside of the U.S., but, uh, you know, I guess that's just cultural centrism. I don't know what it is, but uh, this is from Japan. Listen to this. This is uh, this is really interesting. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox, this is Oliver calling from Japan. Last week's debate on MGTOW was interesting, but if you want a real-life example about how such a movement destroys society, you only have to look at what it's done to the Japanese. There's an entire generation of young men here called Soushokukei Danshi, or herbivore men, who have basically adapted all the tenets of the MGTOW movement. These are Japanese males who say that they have no interest in dating or getting married because it's too expensive and too much trouble. It's more than just an internet trend here. Japan is currently facing a declining population problem, and these herbivore men are considered to be part of the cause since there's so many of them. 
In fact, it's such a well-known thing that the word herbivore man in Japanese is sort of an insult here, basically the same as cuck or incel. So if you think that MGTOW can't cause harm, think again. Anyways, I'm really going to miss Rucka after he leaves, and I think that he should do his own podcast. Perhaps Maddox can become his moderator and end each episode with a Maddox moment instead of a Rucka rap. Oh, shit. Of course, Rucka is free to promote or demote Maddox as much as he wants, so you better be on your best behavior. Wow. That's like a sex thing. Oh, wow. The script just flipped. More of a yeah. kinky. I think Maddox moment would be a good name for your that's, news that's good, report. Actually. Oh, the Maddox moment. Yeah. yeah. A Maddox minute. A Maddox minute. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, thanks, caller. I'm, I'm actually going to be going to Japan as soon as we get off of here, based <laughs> on that information. Looking yeah. for some herbs. Yeah, yeah looking yeah. for herbs. Yeah. Yeah. Herb before boy. Yeah, yeah, Rucka. Okay. Uh, here's a here's another call. That, thank you for that call. That was very interesting. I didn't know that about Japan, but uh, yeah, that's wow. They're kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole bombing them thing really they just haven't quite recovered. Oh, you blaming that on them? Yes. Not, not only that, but their ideas because of their weird pers- uh, opinions of shame and honor and right, and right. obligations and if you fail a test, it's time to kill yourself. They're very neurotic people. They're not big. The many of the Asian cultures are not big on on introspection and therapy and things that I think could benefit. So. We got another voicemail about uh, Rucka. Rucka said something kind of interesting at the end of the last Wait, episode. What? Yeah. I did? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, this guy thought so. Listen to this. Hey, fellas. You know, I've been listening to the podcast for a while, and it's, it really breaks my heart to hear Rucka's going. But, you know what? I respect his decision. He's a hardworking guy. He works so hard. And he is a genuine sexist, and I respect that. All right, good luck, Rucka. Thanks. All right, fucking Nazi. Yeah, the tail end of the last episode, Rucka, Rucka during his wrap-up, said he's a he's a genuine sexist. Yeah, what was yeah. the context again? I don't remember. Can't be that important. Yeah. It can't be that, no. It, it was all it was, MGTOW. Yeah, it yeah. was a MGTOW, yeah. <laughs> it was a very confused uh, definition of no, what a You know what is. I said? Yeah. I said, I think deep down women look up to men. Yeah. I think like yeah. women kind of do look to men to lead them. And when yeah, men that's... when men are all go- busy going their own way and indulging in, you know, 3D uh, virtual porn and that and, and playing porno video games, yeah, like women have no nowhere to turn. So that and, and they and they they turn into angry people wow. as well. Well, it's, it's I, I actually agree with that yeah. to some extent. To some extent. Um, what, what a and that's the extent that we care to hear about. No, that's, I'm joking. That's Finish it. your point. <laughs> no, I, you know, I was just thinking, um, this is going to sound completely ridiculous, but ever since this sort of Me Too movement has gone just off the rails, um, I've made it a point when, uh, when I go to my office every day and I see a woman to step in front of her as I enter the elevator... <laughs> Wow! I, I I do everything I can to treat every woman as equally as I would another guy. Okay. I don't open doors. I show no chivalry anymore, and I encourage everyone listening here to do the same thing. Disagree. I am a very chivalrous man. Mm. I am chivalrous. He has a sword. Chival- if nothing yeah. else. He has a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. A sword and a fedora. <laughs> Shining armor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's another voicemail. So I got a ton of voicemail for uh rucka because this is uh rucka's farewell show and i asked people to call in we got it we just i'm gonna play a bunch of these here's uh here's another one rucka you're a piece of shit but you are our piece of shit <laughs> listening to you and maddox constantly go back and forth and fuck with each other and get angry at each other 
is one of the main reasons why I tuned in every week to the best debate in the universe. There's Siskel and Ebert, there's Simon and Garfunkel, there's Ren and Stimpy, and there's fucking Maddox and Rucka. You two are just the fucking best whenever you two get on uh, the radio with each other, and it's just so much fucking fun to listen to you guys. And Rucka, we're all seriously going to miss you. Fuck you, but we love you too. Best in life. Have a great time. Whatever you're doing next, we're going to miss you. Go fuck yourself, but you're also awesome. Take care, man. Peace out. Fuck whales. Yeah, fuck whales yeah. to you too. That's a nice I like voice. that guy's nice voice. Little book plug yeah. at the end. He's got a good voice. So, Rucka also, when you, he was over here last, uh, last week after we recorded, Rucka personally got to witness my crazy neighbor. And by the way, my crazy neighbor has been trying to put a wedge between Rucka and I for a while. Every time she sees Rucka, she goes out and she says, you're a good boy. Mm. You're a good one. Mm-hmm. And then with me, bad. Always bad. Yeah. Shit the omen, dude. That's real. Right. She's is a that, witch. Right? You know that, right? She's putting a hex. Oh, is that what she's, she's doing? She separated you two. To also, that's what this is about. He's Dang. going his own way for a reason that you can't oh, control and he wins. can't control. Oh, shit. Oh, well, I just have... Saying. You're going to have to have a little wow. chat with your neighbor. Have I have a little recording <laughs> that, Rucka, that Rucka made of my crazy neighbor chasing a UPS driver around the block. No. <laughs> listen to this. No. Listen to this, yeah. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, at least I got a job. Hey, 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 it's my crazy neighbor running around chasing the poor UPS driver, mm-hmm. just trying to deliver a package. That's, that's not a- not her package. Someone else's package. I think yeah, someone else's. He package. was like looking for the address, and he accidentally got too close to her door, and she started yelling at him, saying she doesn't like Mexicans, or oh, telling him like no you're ha ha, you're Mexican. Are you yeah. serious? And he was like, yeah. "Well, I was She's... born here," and she said, "Fuck you." And he was like, "I oh have God. a job at least." <laughs> yeah. So I gotta say, at the at, at the eleventh hour, I actually see what you mean about her. Oh yeah, thank she's, you. She's Thank not God. a saint. Yeah, she's no. We she's... don't we don't approve of racism here. No, nope. no, sir. No. Uh, here is a, uh, here's another caller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, Rucka, for for uh, recording that clip. But uh, here's another caller uh, talking about you, Rucka. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. Uh, just called to say I'm a little sad. Yeah, the Ruck is leaving the show. It's been a good run, but yeah. What I'm really worried about is like you got to get someone else on that makes you look like an unabated genius when you say common sense things. Because Ruck is gone now. Anyway, fuck whales. Yeah. <laughs> Very backhand. <laughs> you, I, I figured you would appreciate that, Ruck. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, listen. You know, yeah. change is hard. Nobody is, said yeah, it yeah. was easy. Well, here's here's another caller. We got a bunch of Ruck callers. There. Listen to this guy. Hey, Rucka, um, I'm going to miss you a lot, man. This is going to sound really weird, but you actually kind of saved my marriage. Um, I'm really into these social justice warrior arguments and debates, and it got so bad that my wife was actually threatening to divorce me because I was so annoying about it. So I decided to play her some clips of you on the show when you talk about social justice warriors, and she actually 
thought that I was not as annoying as you. Because she listened to you go, yeah, I I love patriarchy and that dumb voice you make. So she actually (laughs) fell back in love with me, and we're staying together. So Mm. thanks, man. I really appreciate that. That's great news. huge whale. Dude, but that means the marriage is about to fall apart because you're not going to be here anymore. That's right. I mean, that sucks. What happens the next time his lovely wife (laughs) wants to divorce him over (laughs) something? You better get that new podcast up and running, man. You better start ruining some lives. That's right. Here's another... Here's another goodbye uh, message for Rucka. Hey, Maddox, I'm a big fan of your podcast, and uh, I wanted to call because after hearing that Rucka's going to be leaving, it's going to be really sad to see him go. And I had a question, who's going to be doing the wrap-ups when he's gone? You know, I I don't think that you or Mikey could even really theoretically pull it off. You just don't have the same kind of style as Rucka Rucka Ali. Also, I had another question. I've been Uh, re-listening to some of your old podcasts, and I heard you like Vaporwave. Uh, one of my personal favorite Vaporwave albums is uh, Self-Titled by Dreams West. I recommend you check it out. And I'd love to hear what some of your favorites were, too, because I'm a huge fan of the genre. All right. Stay cool, guys. All right. couple things. <laughs> some music recommendations. Yeah, music recommendation. I actually checked out the album that he recommended. It was really good. Yeah. Mikey, what do you think? That guy That guy kind of threw shade at both of us, saying we can't do the rap. He doesn't know us. Yeah, he doesn't know but us. But I'm not going to ever do that because that's his thing. Yeah, but we I'm got, gonna do we my do the thing. Mikey moment. The Mikey minute. Sure. Yeah, the Mikey minute. That's fine, but yeah. I'm not going to trust it. You can't just say that. Like we can't fill his shoes for the thing that he like created. Like the, the bolts. B- uh, <laughs> b- we'll figure it out. Yeah, the bo- yeah. a jolt of bolt. A jolt of a jolt of bolt. Ooh, jolt there you of go. Bolt. Oh, we're gonna miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. Jolt. Lightning sound effects coming. Yeah. <laughs> jolt of the bolt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. your jolt of the week. All right. Well. <laughs> I, here's another one that okay. just made me cringe. Maybe we aren't going to miss you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this. Hey, I just called to say goodbye to Rucka. It's been a lot of fun, and I'll miss you, and I love you, and I hope to hear you again on future episodes, but I'll still catch you on all your YouTube channels because I love you. Bye. Uh, is, is that Hitler again? That was not Hitler. Okay. That, was a, that was a hot babe. She okay. sounds hot. Yeah. Here's yeah. another caller. Hey, this is Jim, just leaving a voicemail for Rucka on his last day. Just wanted to thank him for debating Maddox for the past two years. You guys have been great. Uh, Rucka, sad to see you go. Good luck in all your future endeavors. Have a good one. Very Bye. nice. A lot of sweet voicemails. Wow, nice. Here's, here's, another, here's another nice one. This is a really nice, uh, short and sweet voicemail from your people. Mm. Uh, just somebody wanting to call in and say hello. Oh, hello! <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that all we get? (laughs) (laughs) Look at you guys. Uh, Here's another one. Longtime caller, Weird Matthew, had to say goodbye. Yeah, (laughs) he's got some. He's got some words to uh, about what you talked about during your wrap up. I think you'll appreciate this, Mike D. Mm -hmm. Hey, Rucka, heard you're leaving the show. Should come back soon. Uh, but while you're gone, do something about the hair. I'm serious. Everyone's saying it. You know it. I know it. The listeners know it. Max knows it. Mikey knows it. Dreadmare knows it. And everybody else knows it. Seriously. Or just grow it long, man. Do something. Do something. You can't fucking just leave it long. You like, can't leave it, like, tall. You're not fucking... <laughs> That dude from the uh, 80s movie, House Party. Block Party. (laughs) 
Classic uh, Weird Matthew call ending abruptly <laughs> with a dog barking in the background. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Weird Matthew. Um, here's uh, here's one more, and then I got a, a, a very uh, very nice nice one to end on. But listen to this. Hey guys, just wanted to uh, wish wish Rucka farewell. It was fun having him on the podcast. I've left a lot of hate voicemail for him. I think only one of them ever has gotten played, but he's good to have on the podcast. I'll miss him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And here's one last one. This is a very special one. I want to I want to save the best for last. Mm. This is from our own Jesse P.S. from Potoff. Mm. He called in and wanted to say a farewell, and here's his. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. Uh, it's Jesse from Pod Awful. I just thought I'd call in because, you know, I heard Rucka's leaving, and I'm sure, like many listeners, uh, I'm very disappointed to hear that, and so I thought it would be nice to give him one final goodbye the only way befitting Rucka Rucka Ali, and that, of course, is through a parody song. So if you'll forgive me, I had to learn how to play guitar to do this, <laughs> and that did not leave me enough time to learn how to sing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Another t-shirt calling Maddox lost his mind A better moderator you could never find We can all learn a thing from the Rucka wrap-up If only Maddox would shut the fuck up <laughs> He tended to the cum dumpsters and ran the ship real tight I hope Rucka had the time of his life So take the podcast feed and YouTube videos Put them on repeat and order dominoes Rock a science corner never made any fucking sense For what it's worth, that's exactly what I'll miss He tended to the cum dumpsters and ran the ship real tight I hope Rucka had the time of his life about dinosaurs. I said that whales, whales, current day whales might be dinosaurs because they can swim. But why are whales so big if they're not fucking anyway? It's just a hypothesis. Tend to the cum dumpsters ran the ship real tight A rocker had the time of his life Cum dumpsters and ran the ship real tight. I hope Rucka had the time of his life. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, Jesse nice. P.S. from Pot Awful. Very touching. We're going to miss you, buddy. Congrats Thanks. on... Could have uh, switched up yeah. one of those and said, like, I hope Rucka knows that he's white. You know, just kind of... <laughs> it's 
pretty, pretty, pretty very, talented. Very nice, good right? Good stuff. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know Jesse could play so well. Thanks. Yeah, yeah good, good job. Yeah, yeah. He kind of fucked it up at the beginning there a few times. But... <laughs> yeah, but he saved it. He brought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he definitely brought it home. Mm-hmm. It's weird because Jesse's been doing a podcast for what, like, ten years, and he knows how to edit. I don't know why he wouldn't edit those out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Jesse P.S. And uh, good luck, Ruck, on all your endeavors. Thanks, bro. We're gonna miss you. Yeah. Hope uh, to hope to hear Jesse, and I hope to see more of you guys on the show. Like you know, I'm I'm really uh lots of good good people have passed through this studio, hoping to see more of them. Absolutely. And uh, I got I got high hopes for this show. You know, like people said when when Adam Carolla left Loveline, people I I was miserable. I was you know Loveline fan, and you know Carolla left and then stri- then striker striker yeah. solid. The striker era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rucka. So sure. hopefully we can aspire find, to be like these striker. Yeah. <laughs> find, find yourself a striker. <laughs> Oh, oh, we can only hope to aspire. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, was, yeah. yeah. Good well, thanks, thanks for the well wishes. Let's get some quick news headlines. <laughs> this is uh, a drunk man accidentally took an Uber from West Virginia to New Jersey. <laughs> oh, man. This is just like the more I read the story, it like, just got worse. Like he put in the address and didn't realize he picked the wrong state. Yeah, it happens uh, all the time. And, like, no one asked I mean, any questions. Well, this guy, he says, after a night of drinking, Kenny Bachman called an Uber to take him home in the New Jersey suburbs of Philadelphia. There was just one problem. He wasn't in the Philadelphia area. He was in Morgantown, West Virginia, more than 300 miles away from home. The cost of the ride, $1,635.93. So, Bachman, I'm going to try to do his voice that I can imagine. Mm. I just woke up. <laughs> Bachman told NJ.com, and I'm thinking, why the fuck am I in a car next to some random ass dude I don't even know? Bachman said that by the time he realized what was happening, he was already a couple of hours into the five-hour trip. So he decided to complete the trip rather than asking the driver to turn around. <laughs> That's so considerate of him. Wow. <laughs> like, you're... Just stop. Just stop the ride. Just get out. Get, <laughs> fucking it, tuck and roll if you have to. Yeah. $1,600. That's a... You could buy cheaper flights. So anyway... Wow. You could yeah. buy a car and drive it for, oh, and, a, for a thousand dollars. You, you know what? I mean, yeah, the uh, the driver's like equally complicit. Like what kind of a fucked up driver gets in a car, like fills his tank up seven times and continues <laughs> to the goddamn But I want to know about the other person or is, was, is the other person the driver or was there another passenger because that, that no, it was not. Okay. It was not, just, it was not two, just the two of them on a yeah. nice five-hour journey. It was no yeah, it deal. was not an Uber pool, but it gets worse. Can you imagine worse? It gets worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we, we we happen to find two customers both going to Jersey. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah, what are the odds? It gets worse. According to NJ.com, surge pricing was in effect. Oh, <laughs> I love it. The almost, whole way? Almost yeah, the whole way. <laughs> Damn, a lot of traffic at, going that way. He, he looked uh, at under search pricing. That's insane. It almost doubled the fare. Bachman made things even worse by accidentally ordering an upscale Uber XL instead of the conventional Uber. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Bachman complained to Uber, but Uber insisted that the driver had taken him to the destination he requested. Mm-hmm. Rules Bachman are rules. ultimately paid the fare. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Once the ride ended, oh. Once the ride ended and I saw how much it was, I was like. All right, this is insane. That's just crazy, Bachman said. <laughs> he says he gave the driver five stars and even gave the driver cash to cover the cost of the tolls on the way home. Mm, that was considerate dude. of him. Nice How did he get considerate? Back? Fuck up. Did he just hop on a plane? Well, he was home. Dylan. Oh, he got home. 
I guess he wasn't intending to go okay. back home to New Jersey. Is there a train? There's probably like a cheaper train, like a twenty buck train ride or something. Hey, you might have to transfer. Gotta take a fucking mega bus if you have to. Yeah. Like from Morgantown to Philly. Yeah. What's that like? Eight? You know, eight, ten, Doesn't fifteen bucks. A mega bus like, yeah. would be like fucking twenty bucks. I mean, he could take a lift. <laughs> yeah. Not not surge. Not a non-surging Uber or Lyft would have only cost him about eight hundred bucks. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Only. Yeah. Stupid. Um, and then we got uh, one more story. This is from U.S. News. A smoking orangutan riles anger against a zoo in Indonesia. Have you seen this video? Mm-mm. It's been going viral. I've there's... seen a meme I've made out of the stills, and yeah. that was it. No, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Tell there's us. there's Tell an us. orangutan just lighting up at the zoo, and everyone's pissed off. Mm-hmm. Jakarta, Indonesia. Nothing nothing better to do than to get pissed off at a fucking orangutan trying try to take a smoke break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is long, hard day at the zoo. A video of an orangutan smoking has brought more criticism of a zoo in Indonesia, infamous for past animal welfare troubles. In the video shot Sunday, a young man flicks his half-smoked cigarette into the primate's enclosure. It's picked up by the reddish-brown primate, who expertly puffs on it to laughter from the crowd. So, hold I thought they gave him a pack of cigs, and then this this orangutan Mm. was lighting up. Some guy just flicked him a cigarette, and the orangutan knew what to do with it. It's like an urban legend. It's like, yo, if you go to the orangutan and flick him a cigarette, he'll smoke it. Is that really a thing? That's what it sounds like. It just seems like a thing that people are aware of. Well, go to the zoo, flick a cigarette at the orangutan. Like, what else are you going to do on a Sunday? What do they do to relax? Like, you know, if they're having like a stressed out day, what do orangutans do? Same thing we all do. Just jack the the fuck off. (laughs) We do. Jack off and then the cigarette. Jack off both hands at the same time, (laughs) Yeah, they're very, they're ambidextrous. He was probably, he was probably away for about five minutes and then came out and someone flicked him a cigarette. He's like, oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, that's it for the news stories. I got more, but this is uh, this you know we we got a shit ton of voicemail and stuff. I'm gonna play a couple after the the credit song. But Rucka, uh, thanks for being a guest on the show. By the way, yes, <laughs> the penalty for masturbation in Indonesia is death. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. So what? what t- go wait, tell wait, wait. that go tell that orangutan to go jerk off to let out let off his stress. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Slow down. What? That's what I heard once. The fucking monkey is stressed out. Well, Mikey re- uh, confirmed, right? You said yeah. That- no, I actually have heard that. You have mm. heard that, huh? Very, very religious. Wow. Wait. How do you what? enforce that? How do you? If, I don't want to know. If there are two yeah. witnesses, and I don't know, if a notary is present, you know, I don't. Just don't. Don't find out. Yeah, you gotta get it notarized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? They check your palms. They don't and, sign with ink. Just put it that mm-hmm. way. They, they give you an sign. eye test, and they, they check your palms they, for they hair. Put you, is, they put you to death. Yeah. Okay, that's you better not. That's crazy. That's you know that's, maybe maybe uh, they maybe find out with like the your, uh, your, your your wanking arm. Maybe they find out like another one, like a Babylonian method. Like they throw you into the river, and if the, the river spits you back out, you're innocent. Maybe they just make you suck it back in. Jesus Christ, <laughs> makes sense. Mm? There's mm. a term for that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Is that it? Trigger. Yeah, there you go. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Rucka, uh, thanks again for being a guest uh, this week on our show. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you? On the internet. On the internet. Okay. Yeah. Th- also, th- I'll be out on uh, monster.com looking for uh, looking for a gig. <laughs> if anyone out there, uh, you know, could you could use an extra pair of hands? Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe like a radio station needs me to drive the van around, mm-hmm. you know, go to go to hockey games or whatever yeah. and like set up a booth. Superintendent of cum dumpsters yeah, at one point. Yeah, I've got experience with, with cum dumpsters. Yeah. With, um, Just put that on a resume. Yeah. <laughs> we should yeah. look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean monarch of moderation. Those are all good qualities to have on a resume. Absolutely. So if you guys are looking, Verbal monster.com. Skills, yeah. Definitely, yeah, yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. And uh, Dylan, you know, I got black and blue police documentary should be coming out in a couple months. A couple things I'm working on. Rucka, I wish you the best. Thanks, bro. Your solo career is more Justin Timberlake and less Mike Shinoda. 
Am yeah, I, the the rapper from Lincoln Park. Exactly. Well, better than, that's all he's known the as. The rapper from Lincoln Park. So, Ouch. well, right. at least he's not known as the singer of Lincoln Park. Oof. oof. <laughs> yeah, I guess I. Which oof. What? Too Damn, soon, son. Where'd oof. you find this? <laughs> Too soon. Yeah. Good this and Mike D. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Mike. (laughs) So matter of fact, good diss. All right, (laughs) Mike D. Thank you again for coming on, and congratulations, Mike D. For your huge promotion on the show. Very excited for my corner office. This is going to be great. Yeah, Mike's corner. Uh huh. Mike's corner. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, thank you again, Raka Raka Ali guests. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you to the Sultan of Swag. Thank you. Thank you to Dylan Avery. And thank you to the moderator, Mike D. Peace. But most of all, you're welcome. Hey, guys, I've got some quick advice for Rucka. Uh, you know, uh, you're moving on doing your new thing. Congrats with all that. But uh, I think uh, you need to uh, bring back Rucka's Late Night Power Hour. I was a big fan. Uh, yeah. I didn't get to listen to all the episodes because Talk to You kind of sucks. And uh, um, I think I was on. Uh, at least Steve Jobs wasn't cyberbullied, which I believe came out around the time that Steve Jobs died. And, uh, yeah, that would be a good way to pay back the fans. So, uh, yeah. So you, what's he talking about? Talk. talk I did. I used to, like, broadcast a podcast on, you know, like, through Blog Talk and Talk Shoe. There's actually, mm. yeah, like, I don't even, I haven't listened to that. It was, like, 2011. Wow. And, like, yeah, you would have liked me back then. Like, when yeah. like when I hated Apple. Yeah. Um. I thought it was for dorks. I thought it was for hipsters. And like, yeah, when Steve Jobs died, we I named an episode. At least Steve Jobs wasn't cyberbullied. Huh? Interesting. I didn't know that. So maybe you'll bring the uh, Power Hour no, back. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, here's the <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not, guys. Something to not look forward to. And <laughs> <laughs> Rucka's late night Power Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, possibly coming soon. Probably not. <laughs> not in Indonesia. <laughs> probably not. No. Definitely not. In Definitely Indonesia. not. In Indonesia. Here's the. Here's one last caller. Hey, Lord Maddox, it's Dan. <coughs> Sorry, I have a cough. Um, anyways, I'm a, I'm a high school student, and I'm a, I'm a... Fuck, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school, man. Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> I think sound. you found your next moderator right there. Yeah, yeah maybe. You, you may be embarrassed of how that call went, but you actually just won yourself a free T-shirt. No! <laughs> Another one. Uh, Did you ever send the one to the one guy? No, I gotta send him. Uh, the drawing Aussie shit. Ah, oh, man, drawing Aussie. If you're listening, I'm gonna send you. The- <laughs> hey there! Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>